Hello, my beloved family. Welcome to Heart to Heart here with Alicia. It's time for us to have a heart to heart talk, beloved family. I want to ask you something. Your mistakes, do they define you? I'll say it again. Your mistakes, do they define you? Do they make up or dictate your whole life? Oftentimes, we are ashamed of our mistakes. And of course, we wish they didn't happen. They, we wish they wouldn't have ever happened. So we want to try to hide them. We want to try to fix them. But there are some we just can't fix. For example, writing a book and finding mistakes after it has been printed. <laughs> they are small but blatant mistakes. Some you made and some they made in downloading it on the computer or whatever happened. I have the tendency to be ashamed of mistakes I find in my writings. I say, oh no, I start feeling like the poem, the writing, or book is no good. But the Father spoke to my heart and said, I can use it. Just like I use you with all the mistakes you've made. All the things that are imperfect about you, yet I'm still using you. <laughs> he knows how to say it. And it made me think, yeah, I am definitely not perfect. And I definitely have made mistakes and I still make mistakes. But he's using me in spite of me. We have to not just focus on mistakes, things that we've made that we cannot change. We can't fix it. If we stay focused on that, we'll become stagnant. We won't progress. We won't move. And if you don't, if you don't go move ahead, you're not going to stay in one place. You're going to go backwards. You're going to go down. Now, I know... There are people that will try to discredit you because of your mistakes in the past. And beloved, that's wrong. It's not of Yah, of our Creator. It's not of our Creator nor our Savior. That's of the devil, of the kingdom of darkness. You see, some people are just vicious, miserable people who have made big mistakes themselves and are trying to make themselves feel better by criticizing and putting down someone else that made mistakes just like they did. But the difference is they, speaking of the one they're criticizing, they're doing well despite their past mistakes and failures. And actually, the real problem with that person is they are doing better than the one trying to discredit them. And that angers them and fills them with jealousy and hate. This causes them to speak awful things over them. Wishing bad things to happen to them instead of being happy for them. And that, beloved, is straight up witchcraft. Oh yeah. 
Some of you are being witches and you don't even know it. When you wish bad things to happen to someone, you're so jealous. <laughs> and you're, well, I, I hope it fails. I hope they don't get the job. I, that is witchcraft. What does a witch do? They speak incantation. They speak over them for bad things to happen to You are a part of witchcraft. And you need to know that. And you do know that the father has nothing to do with witchcraft. And he despises it. Don't you know everyone on this earth has made, will make mistakes except for one? And that was our savior. Our beloved savior, Yahusha. The Messiah, the Messiah, he who's known to most as Jesus, Yesu or Jesu, or Jesus. You know, I asked the Father, I was talking to him, I said, what is your definition, definition of a mistake, Father? And you know, I, I just, was, I heard in my, in my heart, my spirit, he said, what was meant to be Excuse me, what was not meant to be and has become a reality. Also, words that were not meant to be said, but were spoken. Reasons to not lie, but you did anyway. Time that was not spent in the right way, but was used for wrongdoing. A mistake is something you've done, but you now know the truth and you've changed your way of thinking about it or changed the way you live. If you continually think of it the same way and continually live the same way, that's not a mistake. That's a habit, beloved, a bad habit. Again, I asked, your mistakes, do they define you? Do they make up or dictate your whole life? Beloved family, stop living in the past. Stop reliving those old mistakes over and over in your head. That's unproductive. It's crippling. It's stopping you from going ahead from succeeding in what the Father has put you on earth to succeed in. Don't you know that? That's the devil using that against you. And he will use other people, even family members, even a spouse, to throw it in your head. Or even a parent at a child or a child at a parent. We have to remember all our all of our mistakes, all of our sins and transgressions, our Savior paid for on Calvary, hanging on that tree called, on Calvary, the one they call the cross. We have to really know that, literally, and it, it's not excluding anything. That's including everything no matter how terrible it was, how disrespectful it was, 
It was paid for on Calvary. He paid for the sins of the world. He didn't say, well, he wasn't say he paid for the sins that were only um, 50, 50% bad. or 60. No, he paid for the sins of the world, 100%. The deal is, if he's not your master and savior, which your, your Bible would say your Lord and savior, if he's not, <laughs> you don't look at him as your redeemer, then you don't get that. Your sins and your mistakes are still on you. And don't you know there's only one that can pay for it? And that was our Savior. That was the sacrificial lamb of Yah. Only his blood and his life can pay for it. Stop beating yourself up for something that you did before that you can't change. That's not humility. That's not, that's the devil. That's evil spirits whispering to you and you're listening. Stop it. Move on with your life. There's more to it. We all make mistakes. And sweetheart, you're going to make more mistakes. Hopefully you won't make the same mistake that you made before that you've learned. That we learn from our mistakes. But we will make mistakes. But we have repentance. We have a, we have one who redeemed us. And if we come in re true repentance in our heart for forgiveness, we are forgiven because it was already paid for. It's already paid for. But we come in repentance, acknowledging that I know this was sin. And I recognize that you paid for this, that what... My sins is what put you on that tree that they call the cross. You've got to know this. Somebody needs to hear this. You keep beating yourself up. You keep allowing that spouse to remind you of the mistake you made or that parent. They're wrong. Yah is not pleased. And you got to stop giving them that much power. Whose report will you believe? The father and the savior or that person, that spouse, that family member, that friend, that enemy. If we're going to advance and receive all that the savior has for us, even in the midst of this craziness, this wicked, evil world that's going on right now, if we're going to receive it, we have got to get up out of self-pity get up out of guilt and blame and walk in the forgiveness and the redemption that our Savior has given us. That's what we got to do, beloved. That's the only way. We are still going to be blessed. Satan, nor the workers of iniquity, all these evil ones, offsprings of the fallen ones, they can't change that. Oh, they can do a lot of damage what they're doing. And you know why they're getting away with a lot of damage? Because Christians, believers, followers are not praying. You're not praying. Or you pray for your personal needs. 
You're not praying for what happens on this earth. Don't you know it affects you and your loved ones and your, your all your descendants? The enemy is counting on us not praying. See, they pray. Don't you know, Satan, they, they pray. And you may find this offensive, but I want, in most cases, other religions pray more than Christians do. The Muslim pay, pray three to five times a day. The, the Hindu and, and the, the uh, Buddhists, they'll sit for hours and hours praying, you know, home within, in certain positions with their legs folded, praying. Like Dr. Miles Monroe said, and once he said, people, Believers, a Christian would rather do anything, serve on the, on the church, go out and do ministry, than to just pray. That's why prayer night is so empty. We've got to start praying, beloved. We've made mistakes by not being consistent in our prayer. But if we continue not praying, that's not a mistake. That's a habit. That's a bad habit. And don't point your finger up at the Father, saying, why are you allowing this to happen? Remember, there's three pointing back at you saying, why are you allowing it to happen? Why are we allowing it to happen? What's my favorite verse? Beloved, <laughs> let us make man in our image, in our, our likeness, but let them have dominion over the animals, the, the birds, the fire, the tree, everything over this whole earth. give access here on earth for heavenly intervention, the kingdom of heaven coming on earth through our prayers. I say this over and over. I didn't even know I was going to go into this, but I just allowed him to leave me. I mean, to lead me. We've got to pray. You've got to forgive yourself. You've, you've got to forgive others who've hurt you and move on and you've got to pray to give access and not just oh please have, don't beg him get, call down I what I do I say father I come to you not for, on my position here on earth for my position being seated in the Messiah the Bible says seated in Christ seated in my Savior who is seated in heavenly places right next to you right next to your throne and I come against this evilness on the earth I call down, I put in a request for for legions upon legions upon legions of your righteous military, of your the mighty sons of Yah to come on the four corners of this earth and fight for us. Defend your children. To come against the wicked ones and their wicked assignment against your people. You know, it says the kingdom is taken by force, the violent, violent, violently to go and take it and, and by, take it by force. That means you got to violently kick the devil out of the way because, it, I mean, they're trying to stop you from getting there. The kingdom is taken by force. The, we got to violently take it. And we have to, when it says resist, submit yourself unto Yah. The Bible says submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee. 
They don't mean just one time. Resist means to actively fight against. To actively fight against. Not one time. To constantly. After you have submitted to the Savior, to the Father, then you actively fight against the devil. You may slip up when you catch yourself. Say, oh, no, no, wait a minute. I, I repent for that and I bind you, Satan. You, know, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. I'm getting a little excited. I didn't know, like I said, Father, whatever you want to say. The biggest mistake that we can make is not praying. Not praying against the enemy. Not covering not only our loved ones, but Yah's people on this earth. We are our brother's keeper. All of those that believe in him, we're his children. So we're all brothers and sisters who believe. Now, I hate the workers of iniquity. I hate Satan, and I hate the workers of iniquity. iniquity. Just like David said, should I not hate those that hate you? I hate them with perfect hatred. And it says, the father says, he hates those that that love violence, the evil, the wicked, the workers of iniquity. And he's going to send fire and brimstone on them. I know they say, we're supposed to love everybody. I don't, where is that? I do not love anything or anybody that does not love y'all. They hate him, I hate them. How are you going to love your heavenly father and then love somebody that hates him? impossible that's just religion that's just religion we supposed to love everybody and let me tell you the biggest sinners the sinners are the main one to tell you aren't you a Christian you supposed to love everybody you know I say I say oh <clears throat> well there you go you made a mistake I'm not a Christian that's right I have I'm not a Christian I have graduated I am a an ambassador a citizen of the kingdom of heaven that is above Christianity. I'm sorry, it is. Now this may be hard to hear. You can keep on lying, and fornicating, and gossiping, and still call yourself a Christian. But you can't do that and call yourself an ambassador. When an ambassador has their own opinion, or an ambassador <laughs> betrays or goes against what the governor and the government says, they are recalled. No longer are they, can they be, or will they be an ambassador? And that's where we have to be, beloved. Like our Savior told, he says, You're, you, 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 you've got to do better than the Pharisees. You know, so you've got to do better than being a Christian. You've got to be better than just being a Christian. You'd be surprised how many people call themselves Christians, and they're living like the devil. And that's why so many people dislike Christians. Become an ambassador. A, which is a representative. You cannot misrepresent your government nor your governor. Mm. Okay. This may sound a little harsh, but evidently it must be necessary. And beloved, you're not going to like everything I say. And believe it or not, I don't like everything I say. Some things... I, you know, I mean, 
I'm led to say, I have to say, because I'm accountable. When you really love someone, you tell them the truth. And if some, those who dislike me say, I have to say this, as the, as the scriptures say, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? If you don't tell someone the truth, you see they're doing wrong, or you feel you know they're wrong, but you don't tell them the truth, you don't love them. You love yourself. Because if you don't want to tell them because you don't want them to be upset, you don't want, you say, I don't want to hurt them. You don't want them to get upset with you. Let's be real here. You don't want them to get upset with you. So you say, oh, I don't want to hurt them. But you're hurting them more by not telling them the truth. And you will be accountable when you come before the Father. Our Savior did not have a problem telling the, telling the truth. What did he say when he told Peter, he said, get behind me, Satan. He was talking to that spirit he was up. And when Peter was saying, I, I, I will die with you, I'll, I will give my life for him. He didn't say, yeah, okay, Peter, I know you will. No, he said, you will deny me three times. You will all run away and leave me. Now, that hurt them. They didn't, they didn't think they would do that. They couldn't even imagine themselves doing that. But he told them the truth. He told the Pharisees, he said, you're, you're, you are, called them serpents and told them that they were the children of Satan. He told them the truth. Nowadays, people don't want to hear the truth. They want, they want, <laughs> they want to be baby. They want milk. They want to be tolerated. And these people that talk about tolerance, you know, we're not tolerant. They're the most intolerant people ever. I think it's time for me to stop. <laughs> do know that I love you. I really do. And I know I'm not perfect. And I know I make mistakes. And I just go to the Father and lay myself down and just at his feet and say, Father, help me. Forgive me if I've spoken or done wrong. And let me know and I will repent before you and the person that I've hurt or that I've spoken the wrong thing to. Now, I know I will hurt someone with the truth, but if you're hurt by the truth, I, I'm, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for that, but I, I will not repent for that if it's the truth that hurts you. Because, I mean, that would be kind of schizophrenic. I don't know if that's the best way I can think of it. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to bring you down, but I do want to lift you up. I want you to come up out of self-pity, out of blame, out of unforgiveness against yourself and others. And some of you have unforgiveness against the Father. You have accused him of doing something that he's not guilty of. But you think he is because of the 
teaching that has been taught. God is in complete control of everything. Nothing can happen unless God does it. Satan can do nothing unless he gets permission from God. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The Father does no communication, no bargaining with Satan. And that was written in Scripture one time in Job before in the, in the Old Covenant, before the Savior came and paid for everything. So throw that out. That does not, that's not for today. Satan has been judged, tried and judged, and sentenced. He is the son of perdition, already sentenced to die. He cannot, he can, his sentence is set. He can't repent. Neither those fallen angels that were with him, they can't repent. It's done. They're done. But we can. All right. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I can feel, I'm going into myself, and when it comes into me, it's time to leave. Father, I pray that you can use, you be able to use this message for your good. And if anything came off too harsh to anyone, Father, that you give them peace and soften in the heart that they know that it's not out of hate or disdain or any dislike for them. It's out of an urgency to try to help get us ready for you, for what's happening now and what's to come if we don't pray, if we don't change. If we are not fully trusting you with everything, if we continue to hold on those false doctrines of devils instead of the truth that you are good all the time, that you only want the best for us, you are a good, good father and you are a good, good mother too. You are provider and provision, teacher, nurturer, doctor, lawyer, judge. You're everything that we need. And Father, I know you need us to trust you, to believe in you, and to do your will, to pray, to forgive. to believe. Thank you for being faithful, Father, even when we're faithless. Thank you for being good even when we're not. Thank you for being true even when we're not. That your faithfulness, your goodness, and your truthfulness does not depend on us. That's just who you are. You are your word and your word is you. Thank you for that. Thank you for humbling yourself to call us your children. That is so, that is so great. You call us your children. You know we're imperfect. 
people, you love us in spite of us. Thank you for that, Abba. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Yahusha. Thank you, our Savior. Thank you that we are the apple of your eye. And that greater are you in us than he that is in the world. Thank you that we are sons of yours, which is children, heirs with the Savior, the King of Kings. We are joint heirs with him. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. In the name above all names, Yah, Yahusha, salvation, he who's called Jesus, the Messiah, the only begotten Son of Yah. I decree, declare, and pray it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So be it, so be it, so be it. Beloved, until we meet again, Yah willing, of course, and he allows me to live to do so, and you also. Shalom. Peace be with you. And please know that I do love you. There's just been an urgency put in my heart to speak his heart to the best of my ability. All right, beloved. Hopefully, see you next time.